Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. I'm working on an experiment right now where I give people free money randomly. Uh, (laughs) Would you like to be one of those people? Uh, I'm not kidding. Here's what I'm going to do. And this is, honestly, it's part of an experiment as uh, I lead up to the big event in Las Vegas where we're going to be talking about gambling and money and all that. Um, Over the next little while, I'm not going to say exactly how long, if you are a subscriber to my free e-newsletter, then I will send a newsletter out with some kind of mundane subject line. And then when you open it, it'll say, whoever clicks here first gets the money, okay? And so literally, when you click that link, I will get a list of who clicked the link because you're all subscribers at that point. And the first person who clicks the link is going to win the money. I guarantee you, It will be at least $100, but from there, it will go up in value. And I don't want to say how high it could go, certainly into the thousands. Um, And again, this is part of a legitimate experiment. And uh, when it's all over with, I will explain to you the nature of the experiment. Um, But to me, this is a very fun way to accomplish two things at once. Uh, Obviously, bunches of people are going to uh, subscribe to my e-newsletter list who have not subscribed already. And and if, if you're not a subscriber, you should be. But secondly, it really is going to give me some data that I need for these experiments that I'm doing. So it's it's sort of a win-win-win for everybody, and uh, and there's there's not like some kind of catch here. I mean, honestly, if you're the first person who clicks that link, that you know, then you are going to I'll you know I'll ask you how do you want you want me to send you a check? I can PayPal it to you. You know, I can just I heck I'm willing to put some some amounts of money just in the mail. I mean, whatever you want, whatever you want me to do. Uh, no strings attached. And to prove to you that this is not some kind of bullshit gimmick, I will also tell you who got the money, um, as long as it's cool with that person. I mean, if it's okay with that person who, who won it, you know, I don't want to invade anybody's privacy. Um, I mean, I'll say, you know, as much as I can about who, who got the money. I'll, I might even interview that person. Or, you know, I might just, if, if the person doesn't want to be so... Uh, revealed, I could just say that maybe the first name, like, well, Joanne from Kalamazoo just won $1,000. So, but I, I think it's important for me to tell you who got the money as much as I can so that um, you'll realize that this is this is not a gimmick and this is an actual experiment that I'm doing and um, and you're helping me out, frankly, by being a part of it. So if you are not a subscriber to my free e-newsletter, then I've given you a very good reason to do that immediately because I can send one of these out at any moment and I promise you that I will do so very soon, okay? 
here's how you subscribe to my free e-newsletter. You go to joshuapwarren.com. There is no period after the P. Go to joshuapwarren.com, and then um, you'll, you'll see the bank there where you can put in your email address. I'm assuming that most of you listening to this podcast are already subscribers to my uh, free e-newsletter. And if that's the case, you're fine. Don't worry about it. You know, you're, you're good. But this is for people who are not in the, in my system. Okay. Who, who, who are not receiving this. Um, you put your email address in there, you hit the button. It literally takes, you know, uh, two seconds or whatever, and then you're good. And furthermore, when you do that, when you put your email address into my free e-newsletter bank, then you will instantly receive a, uh, a a free good luck charm. Okay, let's just let's just keep it at that. So I wanted to start out by telling you this was to me uh, this was kind of a great idea that I had if I don't say so myself because I was trying to figure out how to do a certain kind of experiment with uh, manifestation before we go to Vegas and gamble and all that and I was like oh yeah this is a way I could so anyway there you have it this is going to be fun and uh, who doesn't you know <laughs> who doesn't like the surprise of just getting like some un- unknown sum of money out of the blue. Well, you know, this whole idea that there is some kind of psychic relationship between ourselves and money and the environment and politics and all that, uh, it, it, sometimes it becomes a bit overwhelming. And you have to start breaking it down and thinking more specifically about how all of this really is about the exchange of energy. Because as we know, when you give somebody a dollar, well, that's just a piece of paper, right? So you could be stranded in the middle of the desert and you could have a million little pieces of paper there and it's not going to save you. So... The only reason that something like a dollar or a coin has any value, not to mention some number on a digital screen, is because of the energy behind it and because of the the feelings and the intention and the trust and the the agreements that we make with each other, you know? Um, and so I started thinking more and more about that and how it relates to the idea of telekinesis or psychokinesis. How it's sort of a a very common way that we're used to of expressing our uh, mental or psychic um, wants, needs, or uh, gifts through the physical world. Right? You're like, how, how does that process work? How does it go from the non-physical, meaning the, the thought form or the mental, into a, a physical transaction? And, you know, this is really no different than what you see when you watch Star Wars. And, you know, a Jedi goes, I need my lightsaber and, you know, thrusts his or her hand out there. And, you know, 
boom, the thing flies into the hand. Um, I have been fascinated by this whole idea of the mind-body-environment relationship my entire life. And I want to share with you in this podcast some very simple exercises that you can and frankly should do that I think will enormously enhance your ability to tap into this force, if you want to call it that. Now, um, the first exercise that I want to give you is going to be a little tricky if you're driving. You can still participate in it, um, but at one point, you know, I'm going to ask you to close your eyes, and obviously that's not going to work, but you'll still be able to get the gist of it. I mean, basically, here's what's about to happen, okay? I'm about to give you a command, and... Then I'm going to count to five, and then I'm going to tell you to close your eyes. So if you are in a position where you can can close your eyes, then great. You know, you can participate fully in this, and you'll understand the point. But again, if you're driving, just follow me up to the point of close your (laughs) eyes, up to the point of close your eyes, and you'll still get something out of this, okay? So here we go. I'm going to, again, I'm going to give you a command, and as soon as I do this, I'm going to count to five and then say, close your eyes. Are you ready? Here's your command. Right now, I want you, wherever you are, to whatever extent you can, look around. I want you to look around, and I want you to take note of everything you see that is red. Go. One. Two, three, four, five. Now close your eyes. All right. Now for those of you who have your eyes closed, great. If not, imagine you had your eyes closed. Now I want you to name as many things as you can that you saw that were blue. Now, what most people find is that suddenly there is this kind of jarring moment there where you realize that there were blue things around you, I'm assuming. I mean, maybe not. I don't know where you are. But if if it's daylight, at least you have the sky up there, perhaps. Um, so you'll find that there were blue things there in most cases, and yet you can't really um, recall them so quickly when you've only spent, you know, a, a few seconds focusing on what was red. And this is a profound and profoundly simple demonstration of how we live our lives every single day. And how we get lulled into various types of habits and why that there are extraordinary things happening all around you. And and I mean that not only in your environment, but even all around your body. 
that you just don't pay attention to. You know, you just get accustomed to things. And what this is really about is focus, okay? So that little demonstration there is a demonstration of the power of focus. How that the mind has the ability, when given a clear direction, to act upon it in a very fast, efficient, and uh, remarkable way. I mean, I bet if I had asked you to name the red things, you'd probably have done a very good job, and you'd be able to rattle off a lot of cool, uh, you know, well, uh, let me put it this way. You'd be able to recount more red stuff than blue things. That's for sure. And the focus being the point, the direction of attention being the point. This is why you should consider that there may be some kind of uh, essence around your own body that you're not paying enough attention to that can actually manipulate things in a more physical and uh, visceral way. So bearing that in mind, let me give you another example. Some of you listening to this podcast have heard me talk about the time when I was a kid that I went into a martial arts store in Asheville, North Carolina, and I was reading books about uh, Jeet Kune Do, which was Bruce Lee's method that he created, and Dim Mock, the Death Touch, and all this kind of stuff. And there was this uh, woman who came in there in a gi, and she and I started talking to each other, and she asked me if I knew about chi. And I said, no, I'd never heard of chi at that point. Chi or ki, as some cultures, I think it's ki uh, in Japanese. And she says, yeah, it's a life energy, you know. And I said, well, tell me more, right? And so she demonstrated this technique that um, I now have used over the years many, many times in many different ways, and I'll describe some of those in a minute, called pumping chi. So the idea here is that you have this uh, powerful bioenergy field uh, pulsating around your body at all times, and yet because it's there, you just sort of, but it's, but it's also invisible, I mean, you don't think about it. And so you're not taking full advantage of it. But if you shift your focus to it, then all of a sudden you can feel it. You know, it's like you couldn't feel it 10 seconds ago, but now you can feel it. And now that you can feel it, well, you can do things with it. So I'm not only going to tell you about pumping chi, but I'm going to go beyond that. And I'm going to tell you about some things that you probably don't know about pumping chi as well some new stuff okay so here's the basis of pumping chi again envision that there actually is this energy field around just your two hands now 
for one thing, there is. There's no doubt about that. I mean, it's easily proven. I mean, I, I do it. I've done that for years. I mean, you can take all kinds of different meters, like the Trifield Natural EM meter, and set it up and have somebody wave his or her hand around it and, it and the meter goes nuts and there's all kinds of different imaging techniques i mean carolian photography was you know crude compared to some of the imaging techniques we have now you have this other layer of your body that's extending out around you uh sometimes up to 10 15 feet honestly i also think this is what people see when they see the aura sometimes so what you do is you, you start by taking your hands, clap them together, and then you rub them as briskly as possible. Now, I am joining you right now from the tropics of Puerto Rico, but some of you listening to me right now this time of year are still experiencing some very cold and snowy weather. So if you have some cold spots in your hands... Well, focus on those as well. You know, it's okay to rub the back of your hands and your fingers. You want to stimulate your hands, get the blood flow going, and make sure they're as nice and warm as possible. It's it's very similar to what happens with a massage. You know, you start massaging a part of the body, and you know, it starts turning red. And it, uh, it starts to uh, become engorged. And uh, Well, maybe that's the wrong word, but anyway. So, rub your hands together as briskly as possible. And then, and you want to do this, I don't know, maybe 30 seconds, 40 seconds. Then I want you to take your hands, palm facing palm, and put them together, palm to palm, as close as you can without touching. And look at that little space right between them. And then move them, oh, about six inches apart. And then put them right back together again, as close as you can without touching. And then move them about six inches apart. And keep doing this, going back and forth. This is the pumping part of pumping chi. And as you do this, you will begin to feel this very strange sensation between the palms of your hands. It might feel uh, just kind of like uh, well, it might feel like a magnetic field, like like one hand is being pulled toward the other or they're being pushed apart, or you might feel a certain odd thickness between them. Certainly a heat or a tingling sensation, but you're going to feel something there that you ordinarily would not be aware of. Now, once you have that sensation... What you are doing is you are shifting your focus and you are becoming aware of the chi around your body. Now, to demonstrate for you how realistic this is, if you have something metal nearby, a coin is preferable, like a quarter is great. If you don't have a quarter, a ring will work, um... But, you know, like the bigger and thicker the piece of metal, the better. Once you have this sensitivity, flip your hands into the horizontal position where like your left hand is on the bottom and your right hand is on the top and put the metal object on the palm of your left hand and then move your right hand 
around over top of your left hand and it you can actually feel that metal object um sort of blocking the flow of energy or at least disrupting it from one hand to the other it's a very freaky sensation how you can at that point once you become aware of that sensitivity of that energy between your hands you can actually feel something metal that comes within that flow so this shows you just how sensitive that layer is once you shift your focus onto it and you start paying attention to it now even if you already knew that technique here's something that you may not know some of the great martial artists out there have these exercises where they say um if you do this let's say every day for at least a week and you know and you get to the point where you're really sensitive to that then you can start to control it more and more with your breathing because when you breathe in that field around you comes in and when you breathe out it goes out so it's it's kind of like your lungs and you can get uh, like a thin bowl like a thin plastic or even glass bowl and it, it, it might or it may or may not help to put a little water in there but you put your hand in the bowl and breathe deeply and exhale and breathe deeply and exhale and you will find that when you breathe deeply you can actually lift your hand and and pick the bowl up with your hand and this is not a matter of suction and i can tell you that because i have tried this a number of times and even i haven't been able to do it on the other hand i have not spent the time that's necessary to put in to practice this technique um so i'm telling you that i haven't been able to do this so if you can do this then you know you have spent time practicing it and i understand the importance of practice because you know i'm kind of an amateur musician you know i i play various instruments and i i know what happens if you don't practice something every day it kind of goes so um even though i you know the fact that i haven't been able to do it and i i have hands that should be very suitable for this shows you that it's not easy to do another thing that some of these uh advanced chi practitioners talk about is uh being able to take something delicate like a candle flame and putting your hands on either side of the candle flame so so you, so you pump your chi and then you put your hands on either side of the candle flame and you just sit there and you use your chi exercises in order for for that candle to get dimmer and dimmer and dimmer until it winks out now uh there are lots and lots of examples of how you can use chi to manipulate things surely you've seen stuff like the energy pinwheel which is like a little pinwheel that you can make with a piece of paper uh that you cut into a, a little square and you 
then you fold it into a little pyramid and you balance it on the tip of a needle and uh, you can put your hands around it and manipulate the way it spins. Uh, and it, it, you can even, once you get good enough, put a, a glass covering over it and determine if it, if it spins you know, clockwise or counterclockwise. So these are, are very simple exercises that you can do in order to become more aware of your body's bioenergy field and your ability to control it. But I wonder if um, when it comes to telekinesis, if there's a difference between your ability to control the world directly using the biofield or I guess you could say in almost a quantum way using the relationship with the mind and the environment. So to clarify what I'm talking about here, let's look at the difference between Newtonian physics and quantum physics. All right. So Newtonian physics is, it's like when you have the little uh, desk toy there where they have a couple of pendulums with metal balls and, you know, one ball swings and hits the other and the first ball stops and then the second ball swings and hits the other and then the second ball stops and is a Newton's whatever, okay? And so... um you have you know various examples of this, and that's a very direct way of transferring force at the physical level on the physical fre- frequency. And that was the rule of physics for hundreds of years until quantum physicists came along and said, oh, "Well, actually, the, all those rules break down when you get to a certain small level." And then you had these cosmologists and astrophysicists and people like Einstein who got involved who started, you know, saying, well, you know, the, the, the lens of reality is warping in different ways. And so now we have to look at reality in two different ways. There's the Newtonian way that works on sort of the closer, lower level physical stuff. And then there's the, you know, the, the quantum stuff which actually becomes bigger over vast distances where you're working with outer space and all that. So it could be that there are two different types of telekinesis. So one type might be the telekinesis that you would use for these exercises, and the other type might be what happens when you're trying to project your mind into the environment in order to control the weather or to you know reach your... Your, your friend who's fighting in the war on the other side of the world, uh, you know, or somebody in outer space. Um, and it reminds me of that experiment that uh, Dr. Edgar Mitchell supposedly did where he was able to telepathically connect with people on Earth, even though he was near the moon, 250,000 miles away. Uh I don't know, you know, how much of that is true, but what I can tell you is that uh, there are different levels at which all this stuff works, and you have to consider all of it if you want to be able to control the world around you 
in any way. And who doesn't, right? We all want to be a Jedi. We all want to be a wizard in some way, on some level, to some degree, to some extent. Who doesn't want to control his or her world and make it as good as possible? So, these are some of my musings today as I'm preparing and we're getting closer and closer to the big event in Las Vegas that is coming up. Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be, this is the biggest, best, most fun event that I have ever produced, planned. I mean, I'm talking created, planned, produced in my entire life. And I have produced many good ones. And one could say that I am at the pinnacle of my life right now, where um, before I was maybe too young and pretty soon I'm going to be too old. And so right now I'm right at the point in my life to produce something that you will never forget. And so I'm so excited about this event, and uh, it's actually kind of uh, frustrating because, uh, you know, fortunately here in Puerto Rico, the power is back on today, and things are going much better, and I'm in a much better mood, but still, I wish I could teleport myself out of here, and I wish I could travel through time into the future to get there to the big event that's coming up in May in Las Vegas with so many wonderful friends and loved ones, and experts, and talented people that um, have just been wonderful enough to come there and, and, and join me, and, and, and people that I believe are actually chosen to be there. I truly believe that. So anyway, um, listen, let me reiterate, if you are not a subscriber to my e-newsletter, then uh, now would be a very good time to subscribe because I will be starting up my experiments uh, any moment, giving away money. And uh, and this is not going to be the end of it. I'm going to do it in different and various ways. So um, this opportunity will not last forever. So go to joshuapwarren.com. Take a few seconds, sign up for the free e-newsletter so you can possibly uh, be one of the lucky ones who get some of this this free money as a part of this experiment that I'm doing. And uh, remember, also, when you sign up, you'll instantly receive a free good luck charm regardless. So, that's it for today. Um, my goodness, there's so much going on, but I'm in a very good mood, and I hope that you have a wonderful weekend. If all goes well, I'll be uh, leaving a new one for you tomorrow. But, as usual, thank you for your interest. Thank you for your support. Thank you for staying curious, and I will talk to you again soon. <laughs>